0: Welcome to Rama for Today Radio.
1: He said 43 of those people, now there's more than that back there, but 43 of those people there came as a result of this young man, and he began to tell me about this young man had an incurable condition. And the doctor said, young married man, only 23 years old, and they didn't discover it until after he's married. And the local doctors and all, there's no cure for him. I mean, he would be dead in a matter of just, just a little while. And so he, he got out where he couldn't work. And so he went to, he could where to go, went and lived with his dad in law his mother-in-law, see, his little wife, and said, he heard you that very first time and just heard that one time and believed it. I never prayed for it. and went right back to the same doctor on every test. In fact, they wanted him to come into the clinic and kept him five days. They couldn't find a trace of anything. It's all gone.
0: You're listening to Rhema for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagin and his series on Incline Thine Ear.
1: All right, this man's got faith himself. He's healed on his own faith, not Paul's faith, not the Apostle's faith, not Barnabas' faith. The latter part of the ninth verse, look at it for yourself. He had faith. To what? To be healed. Where did he get it? Look at the statement of the first part of the verse. The same, that's the man, the crippled man, heard Paul do what? Speak. Speak. See, faith doesn't come by seeing. Faith comes by hearing. Heard Paul speak. What did Paul speak? Seventh verse said the gospel. Somebody asked one minister, said, do you all pray for the sick in your church? You preach healing? No, we just preach the gospel. Without thinking, I said, ha, 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 ha. Why well, he no more preach the gospel than I landed on Mars 10 minutes ago. Now, he may preach part of it. Healing, I have no apologies to make. I feel like I'm in good company with the Apostle Paul and the Lord Jesus Christ. I just like them a whole lot better than I do theologians. Healing for the physical body is part and parcel of the gospel. Of the Lord Jesus Christ. If that's not so, tear that page out of your Bible. And you start tearing pages out, and the rest of them just automatically come out, you know. That's right. Amen. No, no. If healing for our physical bodies is not a part and parcel of the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ, then tear that page out. But thanks be unto God, healing is a part and parcel of the gospel. Now, I'm going to ask you this question. Could that crippled man have received healing if he had heard Paul speak? He heard him speak. God said the same heard Paul speak. But if he had heard Paul say, now God does heal sometimes. If it's his will, would he have had faith to be healed? No, he'd had faith to believe I'm one of them that is not his will to heal. Because that's exactly what he had believed. Wouldn't he? Because the devil would have accommodated him. And he'd went on and said, well, you know, yeah, yeah, God does heal sometimes, all right, but, but it's not his will to heal everybody. Or would he have received faith? I'm talking about faith to be healed. Would he have received faith because he's got faith to be healed? He received it. He got it. Where would he get it from what he heard? Now, would he have received faith to be healed by hearing? Now, now God does heal all right. If it's his will. No, he'd have got faith to believe it's not his will to heal me.
0: Yes.
1: That's right. Yeah, we'll pray, and if it's God's will, he'll heal you. And if it's not, he won't. No. He wouldn't have gotten faith to be healed. He had faith to be healed. Where'd he get it? Say the same the man heard Paul speak. He got faith from what he heard. Then he must have heard. Paul must have preached that not only did Jesus die for our sins according to the scriptures, and was raised again for our justification, but he must do. And he took his text from the Old Testament, his only Bible the had then. He must have also quoted Isaiah, where he said, as is recorded in Matthew, himself took our infirmities and bare. Our sicknesses. And what he bore, you need not bear. And because he bore them, I'm free. And so Paul perceived. No, he didn't have a revelation. See, the Holy Ghost will bring you a revelation. There ought to be a certain amount of spiritual perception about all of us. It ought to be easy to perceive. See, I can perceive very readily when folks get a hold of the truth. You just be teaching away. If you just look the crowd over, suddenly somebody's face will light up like a neon sign in the dark. You know they got it. Other folks sitting there sort of puzzled, perplexed. You know they didn't. I perceived. Very easy to perceive that, isn't it? Paul, notice what it said. Steadfastly beholding him. Now he's speaking, he's got his eye on him. Steadfastly beholding him. Isn't that what it said? Yes. That means looking at him, steadfastly beholding him. I mean, he got his eye on him all the time he's preaching, that crippled guy. He, he wants to get that over to him. He wants to see whether he's getting it or not. And he perceived he's getting that, man. Amen. Yeah, glory to God. Said, stand upright. Up he jumped, up he jumped.
0: Right.
1: Glory, glory, glory. Somebody said, I wish I'd get that to work for me. Well, it don't work by wishing, so forget it. Amen. He had faith. He had what? Faith. Faith for what?
0: Be healed.
1: Be healed. Faith for what? Be healed. Be healed. How did he get it? Where did he get it? Where Paul speak? By hearing. By hearing. Yes. Paul speak. What did Paul speak? God. The gospel. Yes, Amen. It work for you? Yes. You ever seen anybody healed that way? Absolutely. Yes. I mean incurable diseases. I can tell you about a number of testimonies. I never laid a hand on them. I never touched them. I never prayed for them. In fact, I didn't even know it was in a strange city. Didn't even know they had anything wrong with them. But then the pastor said to me, Brother Hagin, because on Sunday morning he asked me if I'd preach for him. I said, yeah, yeah, I'll preach. We, we had just preaching every night and we didn't take Saturday off. And so uh, uh, the, the auditorium's full and he opened up some side doors, like over here to the side over there. Those doors will open up. And, and there's another room in there. And, and it, it was full. And and the pastor whispered to me while they were, you know, we're sitting up here on the platform, morning service, and the song leader is leading congregational singing, and the choir is all back here in place. They're going to have a choir song after a while. And so he said to me, but they can see those folks there. I said, now, actually, first, the, I've been pastor here. And he told me how long, I think eight years or something. I guess first time we ever had an overflow crowd. We've had the building pretty well full. But he said 43 of those people, now there's more than that back there, but 43 of those people there came as a result of this young man and he began to tell me about this young man had an incurable condition. And the doctor said, young married man, only 23 years old, and they didn't discover it until after he married. And the local doctors and all, there's well, no cure for him. I mean, he, he'd be dead in a matter of just, just a little while. And so he, he, he got out where he couldn't work and so he went to, because nowhere to go, went and lived with his dad in law his mother in law, see? And his little wife, and said, He heard you that very first time. And just heard that one time. And believed it. I never prayed for him. And went right back to the same doctor on every test. In fact, they wanted him to come into the clinic and kept him five days. They couldn't find a trace of anything. He's all gone. Everyone had disappeared. And so he said, His mother in law and his dad in law and 43 people of his in laws and outlaws and all of them, you know. I mean, they come and, 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 and want to join the church here. They said, uh, no, some of them already believers. Some of them weren't. Now, then they got saved. And said, we don't know a thing. We, we, we see healings right now. Uh, we, we sort of believe a little bit that way. We don't know anything about that Holy Ghost, business, but we'll just accept whatever you say about it. And we're all candidates to be filled with the Holy Ghost. <laughs> Glory to God. Hallelujah. And that one fella, I never prayed for him. The pastor never prayed for him. He didn't know him. I didn't know him. Lived in that same town. My pastor don't know everybody in town. Sure not. See? But he came out to the services. He heard one sermon. Now, he'd, been, he'd come afterwards, you see. But he heard one sermon. And faith came. Because he heard. He attended unto my words. He didn't sit there and argue and say, Well, no, I don't believe that. Now, if I ever get healed, I'll believe it. Yeah, if I ever do. No. No, he inclined his ears to God's sayings and said, I claim that. Yes. It's mine. Amen. Yes. Mine. He had to go back every so many days anyway for certain shots and treatment. And when he went back, the doctor began to check him. He said, uh, you know, could you come in, you know. So they kept him several days there and run all the tests on him. Couldn't find a trace of it. Hallelujah. Couldn't find a trace of Hallelujah. it. Every test they run is negative. Hallelujah. Wouldn't believe they said he ever had it if they didn't have all the other proof to prove it. Completely healed. Hallelujah. By doing what? Hearing. Hearing? 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 I've been teaching in the morning class sometime in churches. Now you understand you have to be there a long time usually for this to happen and not change crowds. Because I'd go three, four, five, six. I'd, I'd tell in seven, eight, nine weeks in one place. And I'd tell people sometimes that we get in the heat line. Come, come to the day service if you can and, and, and don't come down in the line. And, and, and I'm just teaching away one morning. More, I've had this happen more than once. And you look back there suddenly, and suddenly their face just lights up. Their eyes light up. See, the entrance of His words giveth light. Yes, yes. Giveth light. Yes. You can't get light inside. You don't show up on the outside. Yes. And, and I've just stopped right then and said to them, that's it, you've got it. And they rose up healed right then. I never prayed for them. I'd already laid hands on two or three times, see. But, but see, by hearing. Glory to God. I've had people get the Bible, in the Holy ghost. I mean, I was holding a meeting in church down in South Texas, I remember. And right in the middle of my sermon one night, there were some ladies, beautiful ladies, just well-dressed, you know, aristocrat-looking ladies, right on the front pew, just right in the middle of my sermon, just broke out speaking in other tongues. Well, I stopped for a minute. I I didn't know. Maybe there's members there of this full gospel church or something, you see. And so I noticed everybody else picked up on it, began to praise God and shout. And the pastor slipped up there by me because he's sitting on the platform. And he whispered, I said, Brother Hagin said, those folks are not Pentecostal. Those two ladies belong to First Presbyterian Church.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: one of them came from one of the richest families in town, most wealthy family in the city. The other one, I think, was a college professor. And they got to the baptism right in the middle. See, just believe on I us preaching. <laughs> while Peter yet spake to them, the Holy Ghost <laughs> fell on them. The Holy Ghost <laughs> fell on <them>. <laughs> <laughs> Glory to God. That kind of divine interruption's all right. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Well, how did they get faith? Well, then so folks run up there from that same church, full gospel church, and said, Well, now I don't understand it. Those two ladies, Presbyterian ladies, you know, got filled with Holy right in the middle of the meeting. I've been seeking for years. Why won't God baptize me? Well, you won't ask him. Why won't you hear? It? See, why won't you? You're not hearing.
0: Welcome to Rama for today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. You can find out more from our online bookstore with great materials from Kennethy e. Hagen and Pastor Hagen and the rest of the Hagen family. I'd like to tell you about this month's special radio offer. The first is Kenneth e. Hagen's single CD called El Shaddai, a RAMA classic. Next is Kenneth Hagan's mini book, Where Do We Go From Here. And finally, the Faith Study Course, a 192-page book, perfect for Bible studies, small groups, or Sunday school classes. All three resources are for the special price of $19.95. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at RAMA.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G, rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagan Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rhema for Today. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagan, and I want to thank all of you that have partnered with us. Somebody
1: said, well, what's a partner? Well, that's somebody that prays for us. Yes. Yeah. And then somebody that sends an offering at least once a month to help that's us high. continue to support Rhema yes. all over the world. We have 250 Bible schools in 50 nations. Yes. In fact, that latter part of May, we were, just went to Samoa and Australia. Uh, that's what our partner club member does. If you want to become one, just go to rama.org slash WPC. Thank all of you that are partners, you that are going to join to be partners with us because you're helping us.
0: Monday, Kenneth Hagan will start a powerful series. That's next week on Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan.